0: How you doing? Good to see you. We are here at uh, Wake Up to the Word. So glad you're joining us. Trying to get myself together here. Got multiple things going on. Let's uh, hear it for our studio audience who does not exist. Thank you very much for coming. I have lots of sounds, like I told you. If you're joining us. For the first time, or the first time in a while, we have new sounds, and we are just glad that you're here. So uh, we have some great stuff going on, and I had a great question that was posed to me uh, in after last uh i think it was the new testament uh episode and um so i'm gonna pose the question and uh then i'll give you a bit of an answer and i will direct you to uh jeff's stack of stuff where i put a link that you can kind of read more about the answer but the question was regarding the virgin birth and uh was the miracle was was what did the holy spirit give mary did he just impregnate her egg with a seed or what was given to her and that's a great question and when you go back to genesis um and you see what the uh uh what the um the curse was uh that god gave the consequences that god gave to eve that uh and and the uh serpent um the serpent he he told the serpent that uh you would strike her heel and 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 uh she would crush his head but her seed would have enmity with his seed and so it's those who are the children of satan would have enmity with those who were the children of eve and the the truth of the matter is is women don't have seeds women have eggs so uh the miracle in and of itself the the short answer is that as the holy spirit came upon mary uh he gave her a seed and an egg within her own womb, so it had the physical traits of Mary, and it had the uh the uh it didn't have the sin nature of mankind, and so it's kind of a both thing uh but also within who Mary was as a human so um, the link I sent you is, is an old article, but it's mo- much more comprehensive, so I would encourage you to go to read that on your own. What we love to do here at Wake Up To The Word is not just give you the answer, but to give you the resources to find the answer for yourself, because when you know the answer, you own the answer. If I just give you the answer, you may not, may or may not retain that answer. But if you research it for yourself, then you learn how to get the answer, and you learn what is a good uh, resource for answering your questions, and you also learn to discern the power of discernment through the Holy Spirit, you also learn to discern what is truth and what is not truth. Does it line up with the word? Does it not line up with the word? So as you read through the article, as you look at it, you, you'll you see some of the things that it says. Does that does that line up with the word of God? Or does it not line up with the word of God? And so uh, when you see someone who's trying to teach you something and they have to do... Um, uh, hermeneutic gymnastics, as we say, uh, as they as they try to um, uh, try to get their answers um, by stretching the word, or going around the word, or making the word say things that it doesn't say, or out of context, in particular, or cherry picking verses that don't mean in context what they're trying to get it mean individually. So those are the things you want to look out for. So as you look through this, uh, read through the article, you'll see the the, the parts uh, where it's applicable. It's about halfway down through the article. It talks about that seed and that... Uh, um, that miracle within the Holy Spirit and Mary. And so uh, I found the article good, and I hope you do the same. So uh, wakeuptotheword.org, Jeff's stack of stuff. You can uh, click that virgin birth um, icon, and it'll bring you right to the link that I uh, I dis- I found as I researched for the answer to your question. Thank you, Trudy, for your question. It was awesome. So uh, let's get on to our reading what was our reading for today? Drum roll, up! Oh, drum roll, please. Where's my drum roll? I didn't. I didn't download my drum roll. Nope. So we'll give applause. There we go. So uh, the our New Testament reading. Here we are at episode New Testament ten. Uh, New Testament episode ten and uh, Matthew four and Luke four. Two m- awesome chapters to read. In Matthew four, uh, we find the temptation of Jesus, and this is awesome uh, portion of scripture where Jesus was led up to this by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting for forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came and said to him, "If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread." Uh, But he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. There's something very cool that happens here. Uh, um, In Jesus coming as as the Messiah, in Jesus coming as the second Adam, uh, Jesus coming um, as he was uh, led through the desert and then tempted... Uh, he was he was uh, baptized in the water, and then led into the desert. And if you look at Israel, they went through the waters of the Red Sea, or the Reed Sea. They went through the waters as as kind of symbolic of baptism, and then they went into the desert for forty years. Jesus went into the desert for forty days, and so this this uh, <clears throat> connection here, this type that's going on shows us what is um a God's process for his people not just with Israel but with um, with all of us as believers um, Israel escaped from Egypt which uh, often represents the world the world's thinking the world's systems the world processes it all and uh, egypt just represents that and so for us as believers as we escape from the world the world's thinking as it says in romans chapter 12 it says uh we we are to uh have a have a uh, a new mind a, a new thinking um oh my gosh i'm having a mental block uh, I jumped into this and uh try trying to get this recording done. But um <clears throat> we have a renew renew our mind, uh and and uh so we will be able to determine what God's will his is good, pleasing, and perfect will. So we need to renew our mind away from the world's kind of thinking. And so um one thing I heard recently, uh was uh, Jordan Peterson actually said um when people escape from some kind of uh uh, a tyranny or some kind of um, overt captivity—they uh, don't necessarily escape to freedom. They escape to the desert. They—they they escape to a place uh, where there's a void. And so, uh, as we give our hearts to Christ, as we turn from the world and give our hearts to christ we're actually left in the wilderness we're actually left with a void we might get um uh, receive jesus we might go through the waters of baptism and then after that we're like okay what what now i used to follow the world's process now i don't even know what to do now i don't even know at least when i was with the world Uh, Everybody was doing the same thing, so it was easy for me to follow. I was just following along with everybody else, whether it was uh, going to work or or doing what I did in marriage or running around or doing. And and nobody had a problem with it. But now I I gave my heart to Jesus. I went through the waters of baptism, and now I'm in the wilderness. And this is where the temptation comes for everyone, for every believer. Jesus was demonstrating that for us he went through the waters of baptism we read that last week and now he goes into the wilderness because that's the process for every believer you're going to go into the wilderness if you're and some people stay in the wilderness for 40 years and some people stay for 40 days and Jesus is demonstrating that You don't have to be there 40 years. You can be there for a much shorter period of time. He was there for 40 days. And his responses to every temptation that the enemy gave was to give back a godly response. To say, well, what does... What does the word say? It is written was the beginning of his responses every time. Yes, we're not God. Yes, we're not God in the flesh. No, we're not. But we have something at our fingertips, the word of God. And so when we come out of that um, world When we give our heart to Jesus, when we go through the waters of baptism that we talked about last week, and we'd love to baptize you if you've never been baptized, go through the waters of baptism, do that pledge of commitment, because you might be wandering in the wilderness and you don't even know it. You might be in in in, in the longest wilderness experience that you've ever had because you don't know how to respond in a godly way. You're still... You're out of the world. You've given your heart to Jesus, but the worldly responses are all you know. So you're wandering around in the desert. Remember the Israelites in the desert? Well, at least we had food when we were in Israel. Now we don't even know where the food's going to come from. All kinds of murmurings, all kinds of struggles. You may see me kind of moving my arm around. I'm still not back up to full strength. And so I'm I'm uh, <clears throat> just kind of, uh, it, it kind of lays there. I can get it where it needs to be. But um, we have to understand that that with salvation comes a wilderness experience. And it can be long or it can be short. And it is entirely up to you. This is where the work comes in. This is where you have to put in the effort. This is where you have to come to uh, wake up to the Word and listen regularly Come to a Bible study. Get involved in a small group. Uh, Start to learn the Word. Get discipled by somebody who's more mature. Find out what the Word says about these areas where you struggle. Jesus got tempted with food. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up to the holy city and set him on a a pinnacle. This is verse 5. Pinnacle of the temple. And said to him, if you are the Son of God throw yourself down for it is written he will command the angels uh concerning you see the devil even uses scripture that's uh, psalm 91 <clears throat> but um and and uh on their hands they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against the stone and jesus said to him again it is written he said you shall not put the lord your god to the test and again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and and their glory and he said to, he said to him, "All these i give I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me." Then Jesus said to him, "Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve." Then the devil left him, and behold, the angel came. And we're ministering to him great portion of scripture there's a lot of things going on here um, the same temptation that that the devil did with Adam and Eve it's here it's the uh, temptation of desires of the flesh uh, the pride of what of what uh, pride of life what we have or what we can do and the desires of the eyes and he gave these same temptations to Eve when he show to the fruit that it was uh good for eating and it would make her wise and uh and uh and 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 the same kind of thing it was those desires of the flesh desires of life of who you are what you can do desire the eyes I thought it was saw that the fruit was good and so it's these kinds of things that we have to be ready for the the bible warns us about this in 1 John the same exact things he says this is the temptation of the world it's going to come at you these same three areas and you have to be ready for it you have to understand what god's word says about these things uh you can't just worry about food you got to get into the word of god and and you can't be worried about uh you can't be worried about um you can't tempt the lord by putting yourself in, in questionable circumstances and expecting him to deliver you. Uh, you can't uh, I- intentionally put yourself in in a poverty situation and 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 ask God to come and bail you out with some uh, financial gift from somewhere you can't live your life that way cuz he's called us to be responsible with money you can't put yourself in a, in physical harm's way intentionally and say well God's going to protect me that's just not what God wants for us he wants us to be responsible believers And he will come to us when the enemy comes and attacks us in other areas. But we need to be responsible, getting into the word, um, being responsible in the principles of life that God addresses in his word. And then uh, we can't be desiring the things of the world. And that's what the enemy did with, with, with Satan. Uh, that's what the enemy did with Christ when he showed him everything, and he had the authority over the world because God gave it to him back in the garden. We learn that when we get to Ezekiel, we'll see that that he was made the guardian cherub of Eden. So we need to uh, understand that the enemy is the prince of this world. Uh, God's word says that. We'll be reading that as well. But he, he's he's the 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 ruler of this world for now. Okay but God's going to come and redeem this world. All right, what what happens next here? Uh Jesus begins his ministry. And again, we come across these things where uh where he, he uh he comes across somebody who has a uh, a demon. So, is this the right place? Um Now, when he heard that John had been arrested, oh, and he drew into Galilee and leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulon, Naphtali, so that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. And it gives the prophet from Isaiah and and, uh, that he come from a different land. From that time, Jesus began to preach saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So again, this message of repentance, and we talked about repentance before, and I'll, I'll mention it again, that it is a turning around of both what you're doing and what you're thinking, your thought processes. You need to change your thinking. If you don't change your thinking, then you are not repenting. If you don't change your actions, then you are not repenting. You can be as sorry as you want no one's no one's saying you're not sorry when when you you recognize that you're sinning it's identifying that sin and turning from it not doing it anymore doing the exact opposite whatever the sin is do the opposite and think the opposite way i give this example a lot of times back uh, many years ago i i worked in a prison in massachusetts and uh, i'd worked there for for, for many years uh probably three or four years and uh realized that i could not continue to uh speak uh swearing like everybody else and and if you if you've ever been if you've ever been in prison <laughs> Loser. if you if you've ever been in prison then you know that not only do the inmates swear all the time, but the officers swear all the time too. So it is just a culture of, of foul language. It just goes on all the time. Well, I realized that I had to stop that kind of behavior. That's right. We, at The end of the quarter had to happen. We, I had to stop that kind of behavior. So as I prayed and put repentance into action... It was not easy. And and I'm just going to tell you that if you've done something for a long time, then changing that behavior is not going to be easy. You may have to really dig in and pray and have some accountability for it because changing the behavior is not easy. you got to turn that car around. That's not the right one. I want this one. There you go. You want to turn that car around and get it headed in, in, the, in the other direction. Well, it probably took me six months to a year to stop using foul language while I was at the prison. And it probably took me another six months to a year to stop thinking the swears, to stop thinking the foul language. And that was the real repentance. Repentance. But then I actually kind of became known as the sergeant and then lieutenant who didn't swear. And, and so, uh, because it was so unique in the culture. So, um, I just want to tell you, I don't want to bring you to a place that and, and let you think that, well, this is easy. I'll just pray and it'll happen. And it's just, it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes there's a miraculous thing that happens, and God in the spirit removes something some desire from your from your from your life from your heart from your thinking, and it's gone, but most of the time it's about you changing your process you changing your thinking so we uh we keep moving on Jesus calls his first disciples and um we, we talked about that already in a different portion of Scripture. This is another account as he gets to the Sea of Galilee, calls the two brothers. He calls Peter and Andrew, uh, his brother, cast, it's casting their nets. And he, he says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. We talked about that last week in the other portion of Scripture. Um, then he went through the Galilee teaching in the synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all of Syria. Uh, and they brought him to... Uh, 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 I'm sorry, I lost my place. A uh, great crowd followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis, and from Jerusalem and Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. So let me jump over to Luke chapter 4. And we have a similar portion of scripture, a parallel portion of scripture. Luke chapter 4. Is uh the temptation of Jesus. So I'm not gonna go through all of that again, but then later on, Jesus heals a man with an unclean demon. That's what I want to get to. Um, and and he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he was teaching there in the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching, for his word possessed authority. And in the synagogue there was a man who had a spirit of unclean of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, ha, I like that one, ha, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? You have come to destroy us. I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him saying, be silent and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him down in the midst, he came out of him, having done him no harm. And they were all amazed and said to one another, what is this word? For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirit. And they come out and and reports about him when out when out into every place in the surrounding region. So you got something amazing going on here. And we're going to talk about this uh, a little bit more as we go. Um, but understand that Jesus is commanding these demons who are, have geographical... Uh, authority over these places so when jesus comes as the holy one of god they recognized him as the holy one of god and so that's an important distinction in that these demons have a full understanding of of the godhead and who the godhead is and and jesus is there but their confusion is that they were given authority they were given authority over peoples and regions and areas of the world, okay? And so Jesus is now crossing into areas where they thought they had authority. They thought that they had authority over people and lands. And so as Jesus comes into those places, he sees Uh, This demon is crying out, what do you have to do with us? Why are you here? Why are you, why are you, did you, have you come to destroy us? That you, you haven't come in into these places in thousands of years, and now you're coming in here? You see, you think the demons know the plan of God. They don't know the plan of God. Yes, they can read the Bible, but they don't necessarily know the detailed plans of god they know the end game because they can read and so they they, the 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 demon was not ready to be cast out the demon was not understanding what jesus was doing there he thought he still had authority and so as jesus now doesn't just take spiritual authority takes geographical authority too and that's something to understand is um there's geographical authority within the spirit realm and you as a believer need to take geographical authority over your home over your property over your area over who you are and that uh so that uh The spiritual realm understands that you belong to God. You're heirs and co-heirs with Christ. And uh, this is all part of coming out of the wilderness. This is all part of not being uh, like the world, not grumbling for the world, not grumbling for Egypt, but getting back. And understanding that you're coming out of the wilderness little by little that you're you're going to be giving every aspect of your life over to Christ over to God the holy one and so um uh, we need more and more to become the child of God that God is ca- that he's called us to be and uh if you're a believer today, God wants more for you. He wants it deeper. He wants you to, to be more engaged, more depth, uh, more understanding. Uh, get away from the world. Get out of the wilderness. Uh, my sister and brothers keep texting, and I keep getting whistles. That's what those are. So, uh, all right, we're going to finish up here. Um, Jesus heals many. He he, deli- he he casts out another demon. Um And uh, then we get down to 42 of verse 4, chapter 4. And when it was day, he departed and went into a desolate place. And the people sought him and came to him. He would have kept him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns as well. For I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the the synagogues of Judea. And uh, we're going to continue that from there next week but we're so glad you joined us today and uh don't forget go to the website uh org where you can get um uh jeff's stack of stuff you can be there and uh get all the things that we have uh, put up there for you and um so we're glad you are here a little little a little out of sorts today but uh (laughs) i hope you enjoyed the teaching and uh we will uh see you all next week thank you again for joining share it with a friend uh we're getting more and more followers on the podcast i'm so appreciative of that so be blessed and remember Get out of the wilderness a little more every single day. Get into the word, pray, and see what God does. He wants to move you into the promised land of the faith journey with him. Love you guys. See you later.